Hi, I'm Karina Hagelin, and this is Healing is the Best Revenge, a podcast for survivors and the folks who love us to discuss the politics of survivorship, healing, and community care. This is a space where we reject pedestals and perfectionism, instead honoring the messy and complex realities of healing from trauma. Before we start, a quick reminder that if you love this podcast, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Your support means the world to me and keeps this podcast going. I really, really, really appreciate every review and rating you all leave. Now, a note from this show's sponsor, me. The Survivor Affirmation Deck is available exclusively for pre-order until October 31st. This deck is a beautiful, inspiring, and uplifting collection of 40 vibrant affirmation cards for survivors of abuse and violence who are healing from trauma. Each colorful card features a supportive and loving affirmation for survivors written by a survivor who gets it, has been there, and is there. Cards feature a rainbow gradient on the back and come packaged in a lovely pink box. The Survivor Affirmation Deck is a great gift for loved ones healing from trauma, therapists, mental health workers, folks who work with survivors of violence and abuse, and for yourself and your bestie. I've put my heart and soul into creating this deck and I'm so excited to share it with you. You can find a link to purchase it in the show notes. Now onto today's episode, the third part of a series on coping skills for CPTSD. Welcome to your Trauma Survival Toolkit, a series in which I'll share a few of my go-to coping skills for living with CPTSD with you. For those of you who don't know me yet, I'm Karina, I'm an artist, educator, and speaker, and I'm also a disabled, non-binary, queer femme survivor who's been working deliberately, intentionally, and really hardcore, honestly, on healing from trauma for over a decade at this point. While I've come a really, really, really long way with moments where I'm truly thriving instead of struggling to just survive, I still have bad days, bad weeks, and sometimes bad months. There are times where my CPTSD is all-consuming and I'm fighting to keep going moment to moment all over again. And also, At this point, I have a decade's worth of coping skills, techniques, and tools that have supported me on this journey. I hope that this podcast and the Skillshare series is supportive for you and helps you feel less alone. Sweet friend, I know it's so hard so much of the time. I'm here, I believe you, and I'm rooting for you. As always, take what what works, leave the rest behind. Now let's talk about some of my go-to coping skills. Today, I'm going to cover three, which are affirmations, peer support, and making art. So you all know I love affirmations. Affirmations are phrases you can personally craft to help support you in your healing journey. The idea being that repeating these affirmations helps create new neural pathways and stories about ourselves, ultimately resulting in less self-destruction and suffering. That's the big picture, at least. Kind of incredible, right? Let me tell you about how using affirmations have helped me this week. So I often get really overwhelmed, overstimulated, and super activated by everyday errands. Like it's just way too much for my nervous system. So today when I went to Target, one of the affirmations I used is I am safe. And I repeat these words anywhere from three to five times under my breath or out loud because I don't give a crap about what other people think of me at this point. Anyways, using this affirmation really does help bring me back to myself and into my body, grounding me and helping me feel safer in the moment. 
Want to try this out and experiment with it for yourself? Craft a phrase that feels positive, powerful, and believable to you. Try using it as an anchor to hold on to when things are hard. I highly recommend with any new coping skill to use it when you're first starting to notice yourself get triggered instead when you're having full-fledged flashbacks or like a meltdown because it can take a lot of time and practice for have it, to have it work effectively, honestly. If you need help creating your own affirmations, check out episodes number one and seven for dozens of affirmations for survivors. The next skill I want to talk about is peer support. If you're not familiar with peer support, it's basically when folks with lived experience help support and care for one another. And by lived experience, I mean personal experiences of trauma or grief or depression or anxiety or substance use or OCD and so on. One organization I love who offers peer support is Peer Support Space. They're a grassroots org based in Orlando, Florida, and are, quote, led by and for those in recovery from mental illness, substance abuse, trauma, grief, etc., end quote. I live in Ithaca, New York, which is hours and hours and hours away from their physical location, but I'm able to attend their community gatherings online. They usually have them twice daily, Monday through Saturday, offered over Zoom. Attending these peer-led spaces has been so helpful and supportive in my own healing process because in these spaces, folks get it. They really do. I can show up and share space without speaking at all or use the chat to participate instead. I can vent or ask for practical support or words of affirmation and so on. Really whatever I need at that moment. The folks who attend are incredible at making new folks feel welcome and included. Of course, peer support exists in many forms. I've decided to highlight peer support spaces offering since I've benefited, benefited from and used them. Um, but I encourage you to check out uh, or research another option for peer support and maybe try it out when you're ready. I'm also going to link to peer support spaces website and share it in the show notes if you wanna check it out. The third skill I want to talk about is making art. Making art has been a great outlet for my emotions. I enjoy making collages and zines because they allow me to tell my story on my own terms, to process my feelings, express my emotions and experiences, and connect with my body-mind on a more embodied level, which is really important as a person who is very prone to dissociation. There are so many ways you can make art, experiment with different mediums, and find one you enjoy. Off the top of my head, I can think of zines, collages, writing, poetry, drawing, doodling, coloring, graphic design, painting, from acrylic paints to watercolors and everything in between and beyond, ceramics, clay, embroidery, sewing, crochet, knitting, and other fiber arts, playing an instrument, singing, writing songs, composing music, cooking, baking. Yeah, I'll stop there. And you don't have to be artistic or an artist to make art. If you feel intimidated, try it as an experiment. You don't have to show anyone else what you make or even save it. I throw out many, if not most, of my doodles. You could also try safely burning it, shredding it, ripping it up, whatever you most need or feel like doing in that moment. Okay, that's all I've got for you today. But before I go, if you'd like to receive notes on radical self-love, healing and affirmations, you can find a link to subscribe to the newsletter in my show notes. I'd love to have you on the list. And until next time, sweet friend, and as always, I believe you.